Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Andy, 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 that is better than the sigh because it's a little bit more hopeful, a little bit more joyous. Do you know what I mean? But I've moved on since there, right? Do you feel me? You know what I mean? Not really. So I was wondering this week about the sounds of the travelling salesman, right? You know, loading his samples into the boot, maybe wallpaper paste, right. marzipan and towels or whatever. Right. So think about, um, let's try a few of those, right? First up, give me the clatter of his diesel engine on start-up as he oh, leaves his cul-de-sac off. bound for no. Peterborough and his no. Astra estate. No, I won't. <laughs> no. All right. The hum of the hand dryer. Hold no, hear it through. The hum of the hand dryer at the services when he stops for the Ginsters. Is it a good hand dryer or is it a substandard hand dryer? Because there's no worse than a substandard well, hand dryer. It's substandard because it's, it's the in services. services isn't it? Yeah. Isn't you want to do that noise? Uh, no, that was a little bit like a distant ship leaving port, wasn't it? Which I like. I like. Which I like to our new life mm-hmm. on a desert island or something. Well, how about. <gasps> What's that? Someone dying it's in a the death box? rattle, isn't it? The death rattle. The, the slam of his car door, right, as he's turned away from yet another industri- light industrial unit on the outskirts of Braintree. Bang. <laughs> Bang. Yeah, it's a bit ominous, actually, as well. I'll tell you what, I'll stick with your clown one, do it again. <laughs> Thank you. All right, you don't have to Welcome to Athletic Cummins. I see you've got your purple dungarees on today, Bob. Yeah, because it's playtime. just come from a meeting at CBeebies or something? Ha-ha. What's that about? No, I haven't. It's the look. And no else, no, no underneath. Yeah, you I've like you've just been removed from a, the set of a Dexys Midnight Runners video. Why, you, why are you saying this? I've, I've made so the you look like. Well, you're wearing a red T-shirt. Yeah. That says "I am trapped" on it. <laughs> so fucking am. <laughs> That's how I feel. And you you've get, got your digital watch on uh, with the calculator in it as yeah, well. Yeah, that's where it proves useful from was that time a GQ to time. or something, was it, telling you to wear that this no, month? No, Top Gear. Top Gear magazine. Top Gear magazine, I bought uh-huh. that from. But listen up, Andy, it is really sweaty in this um, studio, which Isn't is about it? six yeah. foot by eight foot. Yeah. Are you going to start getting a sweat on and stinking and that? Probably will do by the time we finish, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll have you got any pickles. Belinda wipes or something? I haven't. Hey, if I need to go to the toilet during this, what's, what's the procedure? Do I put my hand up? Yeah, put your hand up. Just yeah. put my hand up. Can I interrupt you during a sentence if I really need to go? Put like, both hands up. That would be good. Both hands up. No, one hand up if you need a wee wee, two hands if you need a, a Todd. Right. All right. Did you see that fella in Sunderland that was in the news this week? The Todd. The Todder. The, 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 yeah, the Sunderland train station. Yeah. Todder. Did the, he do just one Todd? No, he did three separate ones on three separate occasions. What on the Twice on the platform and once on the lift. But in the same time, you know, like, in the same journey? No, no, different dates. 
Oh, right, because I was going to say three Todd's all, on the choice. All early morning. Yeah. But, um, and that photograph of him on CCTV yeah. where he looks exactly like someone who's just realised there's a CCTV camera looking at him yeah. after he's toddered in a lift. Yeah, the, but they've arrested him. Have they? Do you know who his name is? No. Todd. You, no, it's not. The Todd Machine. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not, Andy. I'll tell you what, though. Um, a morning Todd, if he did him in the morning, is always a loose Todd, I find, than an evening yeah, Depends what you've evening had like before, doesn't it? No, I just think they're looser Depends in the on morning. dietary habits. Hey, talking about, you know, we talk about travelling salesmen. Yeah. That's what my dad did for a living. Fox, is it? Fox's Biscuits. Right. I'm just talking That's again. an easy sell, though, isn't it? Fox's Biscuits. Well, at the time it wasn't. You know, they had, they, this is before um, the Golden Crunch and the Cream Crunch and them, mm-hmm. you know, which I've, I think that's when Fox's Biscuits really took off. They were in their pomp then, weren't they? You know, like they do the Rocky, the Crunch Cream, the Echo, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. They also owned Golden Munda Crisps, I think. Did they? He always had a lot of crisps in his um, estate car. Right. That so, might have been something else, though. He might have a been mo- moonlighting, yeah. Um, do you have a favourite Fox biscuit? Um, do they do shortbread biscuits? They do a short... Well, do you know Fox invented the sports biscuit? And here up, Andy, I suspect this is going to appeal to you. Yeah. The party ring. Yeah. Isn't that a nice biscuit? I love a party ring. Yeah, pink one. On one on each finger. Beautiful biscuit. Well, that's yeah. Fox's, so... That's that taken care of. Have you got a, a name for us? Yeah, Mickey Driscoll's your first choice. Right, what's his... Country and Western fan, yeah? Yeah. 42, still lives with his mum. He only speaks to on Fridays when they do the big shop together, yeah? It's resonated with me so far, yeah. 26 stone. Right, yeah. He's on the disability for his bad back. Yeah. Yeah. And he's written the word trapped in biro on his tracksuit buttons. <laughs> do you like the sound of him? I'm liking him. Paul Silverton. Mm. Yeah. Not his real name. Sounds like a go-getter. His, his real name's Johnny Mango, right? <laughs> he's got bleached blonde side parting, bit of a tan, yeah. powder blue V-neck, White skinny jeans and Humbert boots, right? Yeah. He gets a right knock on when he's pissed, yeah? <laughs> and he flogs the odd Ritalin pill here and there that he nicked off the stepkids. Do you like it? Sound, you know, a little sounds angry. like a bastard. All right, you know one him then. Edam I didn't say I want him. All right. I just said he sounds like a bastard. Edam Keith. He's a small, spherical head with a red face and yellow teeth. He's a biter, yeah? Yeah. Usually found in the bookies by, by the Red Lion... Or on Lafayette Street in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> He's famous for tucking his slacks in his umbut boots. <laughs> and he, he has one of those machines that shag you in his shed. <laughs> so, is it Adam Keith, little bastard Paul Silverton, or Mickey Driscoll, country in Westbrook? I'm going to have to be Adam Keith, I'm afraid. Adam Keith? Uh-huh. I'm okay. sorry to everyone who's listening to this, but yeah, I'm going to be Adam Keith. All right. Um, you know what I heard? What did you hear? On, on, the, on the tube on the way here in London. Is this observation um, comedy? It's not. It's someone actually, this fella actually said this sentence and I've never heard it before. I've seen hundreds of tree surgeons. <laughs> <laughs> how do you follow that up? How, do, how does anyone get to see hundreds of tree? He was about 25. Yeah. How's he seen hundreds of tree surgeons? That is a good question. I was trying to explain that his mate is one of the best tree surgeons in the business. Yeah. As in, I've seen hundreds of tree surgeons, but. Adam Keith is up there with the best but the trouble with his mate was he hasn't got any people skills alright oh, so he just listens so he'll do a great job on your tree but he'll probably call you a dick I was a tree surgeon for one day oh god here we go no no it's not a case of here was we it, go was it on a, a low budget documentary on a, a, a satellite channel no we chopped a fucking big branch off a tree and it fell into next door's garage <laughs> that's why it was only a day police were, were called you, were you legitimate 
What do you call the police? Rosas, Phils, pigs? You call them coppers? Coppers. What do you, what do you tell your children about the coppers? <laughs> I haven't told them anything, really. So what do they think you, about these blokes? And you, you haven't explained to them? That, well, no, they've never seen them. They've there's never no seen coppers copper. around anymore. What, do they live under the stairs or something? Well, there's no coppers around anymore. Yeah, they are. My kids, Dominic and Bradley. <laughs> Before we go any further, shall we mention that we're doing some live shows next week, in case anybody wants to come and see us? Yeah, Colston all sold out in <clears> Bristol, <throat> isn't it? Bristol sold out, that's Thursday. Wednesday night we're in Brighton. Yeah. I've, I've heard the weather's going to be lovely, so come along to that and get indoors out of the lovely weather yeah. and see us. <laughs> And then Friday night we're in Leicester yeah. at the YMCA. Yeah, well, so that'll be good. There's still thousands of tickets available. Thousands, Andy. tens of thousands of tickets. But yeah. what frustrates me, Andy, is is you and I both know it's a, it's regards to the podcast. It's the best comedy show out there. It's isn't it? better than the podcast. But there you go. Because it's there's a visual, a, vi- a visual, a visual element to it that yeah. you just can't do on a podcast. And seeing your fucking gut and your tits, actually in the flesh. In that tracksuit you made me wear, the I mean, really, that... really tight tracksuit you ordered me to wear. That gets you through the first 20 minutes, doesn't it? Well, exactly. Just the revulsion and the, 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 the joy yeah. of watching that. It's like, um, it, well, yeah, That's so that's next Thursday and Friday. Wednesday, th- Wednesday Brighton, Thursday, Bristol. Don't try and come to that sold out. Friday night Leicester. Friday night Leicester. Leicester. I went to Leicester not so long back. It's a really nice town now. I used to live there. Yeah. And it wasn't so good that when I lived there back in the early eighties. Perhaps they booked their ideas at once you've gone. Wife's questions, Andy, if you're interested. Alright, go on then, yeah. Sunland. Oh, hello Andy, says the wife. Hello the wife. Sunland is a dream destination for many foreign tourists and lovers of architecture. Which is your favourite must see attraction in Sunland? The KFC on Wessington Way, yeah? Oh, she's done some research. Yeah, I've been on Wiki. The Premier Inn with its dark brown cladding or the Primark at the Bridges Centre with its bright red Tudor-influenced Oriel window, the front. What was the What was the question, the purpose of the question? Which is your best, your favourite architectural... My favourite architectural, Yeah. Um... I'd have to say the Primark. That big red because window. Because it's, it's enhanced High Street West. Yeah. That's the area of High Street West where a, a, a decomposing seagull almost fell on my head one day. Uh, uh, what do you mean well, that's almost a different fell? Stop. It, it just landed in front of me by about two feet. Yeah. If I'd been one stride further ahead, I would have had a decomposing seagull. Well, that's such it, a... Sh- it blew out of a tree on a windy day. It obviously died in the tree. Yeah. And then a strong gust of wind blew it out right in front of us. Well, I'm going to say that that's a shit story because I'm going to say it's of similar interest to saying that, you know, that crash Richard Hammond had? Yeah. Yeah. If I if that crash had happened in um, Kent, mm-hmm. I'd have been really near it. Right. So I'm just saying. It's a bit like the other week when there was that London Bridge terrorist attack. Because yeah. we're quite near London Bridge here, aren't we? It's, we're very near, yeah. Oh, that's what I said to my daughter. I says, God, that's near where I do the podcast. And yeah. she says... Do you do the podcast on the bridge? I said, no. She said, well then. Well, fuck you, Dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you dick. I tell you, that was quite good fun, the night at the London Bridge, which, of course, I'm not laughing at or anything, but you, if you live down here, you do that. Oh, God, I've been in that uh, restaurant. Yeah. I've been in there, whatever. Yeah. Well, I was in hospital just next to London Bridge for me... Um... How's your health, by the way? Oh, you're asking, are you? Keep, keep it brief. It's fine, actually. Well, carry Blood on. pressure's a bit low, so I just have a pint of water and some crisps right. every hour. All right, carry yeah. on with the story. So with the story, I was in hospital quite near. Yeah. And um, 
an incredibly famous person came to visit me. So famous I can't mention I don't give a fuck about mentioning people, but I can't mention this one. And bought me some porn mags. <laughs> right? And I don't like that sort of thing. And my wife took them, she visited, and she took them away for me. Right. And she she got rid of them in the bin just at the corner of London Bridge Station. Right. So when we were watching the footage, it was, you know, it was a little reminder that life goes on for us. It was shocking, us. but it was also... To say, oh, look, that's the bin where yeah. you put the porn mags in. Where Michael Caine, Michael Caine's porn mags got put. Bigger. Bigger than Caine. I promise you. Lionel Blair? Oh, fuck off, Andy. No, uh, Lionel Blair wouldn't come to see me. Dance into my room when I've had an heart attack. <laughs> Life's question number two. When you're strolling around Sunderland, drinking your blue drink and pushing your pram full of dog food, do you ever stop to think how lucky you are to live in a town where MMA fighter Ross the Real Deal Pearson was born? <laughs> do you ever stop and think, wow, I've come from the same town as Ross? How do you know that I'm not Ross the Real Deal what was it? I just uh, well, just one look at you. Do you know what I mean? You're a physical wreck. I've never heard of Ross the Rail. So, deal. but so is the answer yes or no? These are questions. Yeah, well, I'll say yes for the right. purpose of moving things along. Third, final question: Is it true that in your fungalore you are never more than a meter away <laughs> from a blue drink or a chicken dipper? That is true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's undeniable. That's probably on Google Earth. That was it. Should we I, search that one? Your house isn't on but Google Earth. There's just a void there. Is there? Yeah. Just a, a, a black circle. Do you want to do Chasm. something or do you want me to... No, I've got some questions for you from, oh. from Bradley and, and Dominic, my boys. Oh, yeah. What? what I, I, do you mind if... Can you ignore it if as you ask the questions I say, say, I bark out things like an American? Go on or whatever. Whatever makes you happy. Um, Bob. Do you think? We'll oh yeah. Do you think we'll all be eating insects one day? Um, what will it take? Endorsement by a major celebrity, i.e., Beyonce or Michael Bolton? I know a lot of the world in it. Something like a fifth of the world already dines on the insects. They do, and there's very, very protein heavy. Apparently, the insect. <laughs> I'm imagining a time Locusts. when we'll, we'll grind them down into a powder. Yeah. Put it in a drink, and we'll flog it to the fuckers down the gym. Yeah. So that, fine. If you, if good you answer. Got, thank you. Oh yeah, Bob. Have you ever met the Crankies? And if so, do you think they are happy with the path they've chosen for themselves? I've never met the Crankies. Mm, interesting. Um, do you know what? I don't think I'd want to. No. I don't think I'd want to. It's all a bit much for me. That kind do of thing. Do you think they're a bit full on? Do you think they try and involve you in some of the things they're into? Well, if you want to, if you want you know to investigate I mean? deep into. Uh, into the Google and the internet and yeah. that, I think you'll find out that there are some quite extraordinary stories about the crankies, but uh, I'm not willing to go you into wouldn't, You wouldn't want to get into that. All right, fair enough. Um, Bob, as a millionaire with a keen I'm interest... I'm not a millionaire. Yeah, you are. With a keen interest... Oh, yeah! <laughs> with a keen interest in playing the stock market, yeah. would you be prepared to buy shares in a company if it was run by a twat? Well, a lot of the smaller companies are run by twats, but when you say twat, you mean someone like you, don't you? Just a fucking ne'er-do-well piece no. of shit sort of Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah! 
Well, um, I believe they all are run by twats, so no, yeah. So you're not bothered. I'm not. I'm you're absolutely just not out. I suppose it's like twats. No, twats peep, tweet, treat, treat, treat people like twats, and they make squeeze money out of yeah. the world. I don't know. And you buy shares in that. Okay, fine. enough. one more, one more. Fr- it's Friday night. It's the end of the week. You've had a hard week doing whatever the fuck it is. You oh do. yeah. <laughs> Friday night, would you opt for a Chinese or an Indian? Friday night? Friday night. Indian, any, um, an Indian Monday through to Sunday? Yeah. To be honest with you. That's not the takeaway meal, that's the nationality of the servant who brings you your ah. hated slippers and switches on your mobile disco for you. I am applauding that. Oh, not, ar- yeah. <laughs> not ironically, that is excellent. Ding dong, landlord here. Ding dong, I'm afraid I'm going to have to remove your lounge carpet. I need it to park my Audi on. (laughs) Ding dong, landlord here. I've asked your post to be diverted to my casino so me and me mates can laugh at all the shit and debt you're in. (laughs) What? McLaren. Go on. Steve McLaren, you might remember who left Steve um, heading... Can I go to the toilet? No. Oh. We left Steve on a train for Manchester. Feel free to say, oh, yeah, any time during this. We, we left Steve on a train for Manchester with Casper on another train to Inverness, and I thought it was pretty exciting, did you? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it was well, all right. I'm going to tell you about that side of the story next next week, right, because I want to tell you about something else that happened on the train, right? I went back oh! to... Oh yeah. oh yeah! I went back to the first class carriage to see what Piers Morgan was up to. Yeah? Right, yeah. I was a bit fascinated. Turns out he sat with Alan Brazil, who I didn't uh, see before when I passed through because he was in the shitter. You know, with one of those machines that shag you, right? Yeah. So I sit behind <laughs> him so I can listen in. Um, Piers says, "So Alan." Piers says, "What's his voice like?" Yeah, so Alan, is he not Barry Orman? Is he? He's... <sighs> So, Alan, do you think women are thick? He said, I'll just do that. That's fair enough. Yeah, I suppose they are a bit thick, but listen, Pierce, they aren't half easy on the eye, so that's okay by me, right? <laughs> Pierce says, that's a superb joke. Who's the thickest woman you've ever met, though? Jesus, I can't see. I've met so many thick ones. And you meet so many foreign ones these days, don't you? And, well, I can't tell if they're thick or just being difficult, Right? Pierce says, I've got a big, soft, fat ass, Alan. Would you like to mould your hands into it? See if you win a prize. Tommy Walsh, the labourer, had a go and he found a pasty. I know, I'm okay, son. Listen, who's your favourite ape? Is it... <laughs> Is it Tarzan's ape cheetah? Bubbles the chimp, a Caesar from the planet of the apes. Pierce says, I like Caesar best because he's outspoken, right? Alan... And Pierce, you're incredibly outspoken when it comes to Arsenal. Do you still want Wenger out, or does that not feel outspoken enough now? Pierce says, well, I'm thinking of pretending I want Tony Pulis as manager. That's pretty outspoken, I reckon. He's, Whoa, hold on, Tiger. That is strident beyond belief. It's almost litigious. <laughs> He says, well, that's what I'll go for then. He said, hey, Giro, Giro had a go on me arse. He found a couple of walnuts and scotch egg. Alan says, go on then, I'll have a pork about. So Pierce puts a newspaper on the table to catch the seepage and presents his big cloud of an arse to Alan. Alan dives in, Andy, and guess what he finds? What's he found? Bingo, he says, a nice leg of lamb. Oh, Nice, isn't it? Jackpot. Pierce says, yeah, it's 
pre-basted as well. Tell your wife to slow cook it on Gas Mark 4 if she can read numbers. And then both laugh and uh, Alan waddles off down the toilet to get back on his machine. <laughs> so that's Good. a nice little diversion, that, isn't it? And that's got nothing to do with Steve McLaren at all, has it? No, but it, uh, you know, it was a side story. He doesn't get off until um, we get right up to the northwest. so I have to fill right. that period until because I don't know what the... What's happening with Casper, do I? I'm thinking we should... Is that the end of that bit? Yeah. I'm thinking we should do some, like, um, side podcasts, like, things that aren't like this, but are like this. Right. Like, I got a new iron last week. Right, yo. And I reckon we could do a solid half hour on my new iron, if we had to. What sort is it? It's a brawn. Is it, is it steam or...? Steam. Yeah. It uses up a lot of water quite quickly, so you've got to keep refilling it, but a really good sort of constant stream of steam. Has it got a separate um, reservoir thing? A no, you've got, a, you've, got pour, no, you've got to pour it in. Into the actual iron? Yeah. yeah. So you've got to keep going back to the tap. I was just going to say, are you happy with the capacity of it? I am. It, it, I probably get about 20 minutes solid iron and out of it before I've got to fill it up again. But that's all right. It keeps me on the move. Keeps yeah. me keeps me trim. Yeah. So that was that. So we Does could the do... sweat ever fall on, on off your tits onto the iron? Well, I do iron it? topless, yeah, so uh, yeah. it does. I mean, who doesn't iron well, topless? Well, I imagine you in a cloud of steam, Andy. Yeah, there's going to be some shite coming off you, isn't it's there? powerful, powerful image. Powerful. Powerful image. It's powerful. So we could do a podcast about my new iron. All we right. could do a podcast where we go to a scrapyard and have a look about. I'd like to do that, yeah. Or we could watch some demolition getting done. I like the scrapyard idea. Yeah. And we could interview the scrapyard people. Yeah. I've often wanted to interview the people down the dump, the town dump. That's a good one I as well. I bet they see some stuff, don't they? Yeah. You know, and I like... Well, yeah. Sorry, Andy. Yeah. I, I just like... You know, pensioners mm-hmm. are very devious at town dumps. Yeah. So when I park up at mine, I park up and I like watching the pensioners coming out and you can see them. They're clearly, it's not household rubbish. <laughs> You know, it's come some kind of fucking uranium they've scraped off the train set or something. <laughs> and, like, you know, they're really... Because they're from that generation, they're really worried about it. And it, they sneak it in and, like, fucking do a handbrake turn and get out of there. <laughs> at your dump, do they ask you what you've got on the way in? Well, there's not enough staff to ask everyone, so it's a right. question of timing. Right, if you can nip in behind someone that's yeah. been qu- quizzed. So you see a young'un... Uh-huh. With his like brass curtain rail or something, and they're on him like fucking flies around whatever, and that takes them away from you, um, right? Or a or a or a, a lady comes in with an electrical item, and they say, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa!" Separate skip for that. Se- completely separate area, yeah. love. What a terrible area you've made. You should be ashamed of yourself. And they walk them up to that area because they like to tell them over and over again how they chose the wrong area. Yeah. And that can give you a gap to and get you think in. it's because they're a woman as well? Do you think they like to be around the women? Maybe it's maybe that's part of it. Right. I mean, you can certainly dominate someone at a town dump. They are very much the bosses. Yeah, what they say goes. It's, but it's amazing so, how, how passionate you can get about going to the dump saying, I really want to get rid of this. But then by the time you've picked stuff out with a skip and took it home with you... Oh, you do, what you go around the streets, pick stuff out of no, the skip, out, no, and then take no, it to out, the dump. No, 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 out of the skips where you dump the stuff. There's right. always something near the top that's worth having. Is there, Andy Rayleigh, these yeah, days? Desk. I think we've become very skip conscious as a nation. Do you know what I mean? Mm. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The next one's quite long, actually, Andy. I bet here we go. Go on. You can shout, oh, yeah, at any point. Okay. Want. But it's best to do it when I'm speaking. Right. Well, it's time oh, to, yeah. to go back to the island of Sardinia and report on the antics of the footballers there holidaying at the luxury Forte village. Shall we do the introduction? Because it's Gangs, Gangs of, of the, the oh, EPL. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm up early because I'm old. I'm one of the first on the VIP section of the beach, Andy. Sit mm-hmm. down under a brolly, pretend to be reading a book on the subject. Right. Yeah. What subject? No, I just pretend to be reading a book on the subject. Any subject. Yeah. Um, I have a look around. Phil Jones is there on his own under a beach umbrella. The problem is he obviously doesn't know how to work it because he's not sat in the shade of the umbrella right. you know he, he's just near it idiot so I feel sorry for him so I go over pretending I'm staff and I say um, oh hello sir would you like uh, this brolly put on the special superhero setting sir <laughs> so he goes yes please then I notice his bottle of sunblock his mum's written on it Philip's special sunblock but he hadn't put any on Andy so to encourage him I say wow sir you've got the special SAS Inferno sunblocker I didn't know there was any even any supplies of that left in the world you should use that so he likes the sound yeah. of that the SAS and that oh yeah so he picks it up takes off the lid and puts it to his mouth I said no 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 sir don't drink it look would you like me would you like me to do it for you oh. yes please <laughs> So I start applying it, and over to me left, I see a couple of little blokes in cowboy hats opening up the boat, pedal or IA, you know that right. area? Yeah. And the Spurs uh, gang are with him, and they've hired a little, they're hiring a little dinghy with a little motor on it, so I like, sidle over and like, have a little paddle near him. You know, just to, I'm being nosy, Andy. Right. Basically. You know, you're wearing an Espana 1982 top. I am, yeah. That's a Spain. I, I was at World that Cup. World Cup. And we were uh, the most beautiful beach I've ever been on, which is um, a place called Algorta, near right. Bilbao. And it's com- it was a cove, completely empty beach. There was just us. And so but our little game was, and it was one of my nicest memories from my life, is you had to take turns, right, to put on these very big white underpants that one of us must have had. Yeah. And then you had to run right on the shoreline past the, all the rest of them, as we chanted, Gandhi, 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 Gandhi. <laughs> oh, it's, it's such a lovely memory. Anyway, so I'm at that shoreline bit, you know, just listening in. 
Harry's got his captain's hat on, his um, Spurs shorts, picnic hamper, and a Frozen the movie life jacket. Right. Right. Debbie's wearing a little blue and white Hawaiian skirt with a bell on the end of each strand, right? Uh, his orange carbon fibre flip-flops with built-in LED Fitbit, yeah? Yeah. Blue and white waterproof chest belt with Bluetooth display and printer, yeah? Yeah. Eric's wearing a shirt and trousers. He's got a carrier bag, right? <laughs> so, it's Harry, he's up to summit. Right, gang, it's time for you to listen to my safety talk before we get in the boat. Oh, so he's doing a talk, Andy. Good for him. However strong a swimmer you are, oh, yeah. you must remember that the ocean is very unpleasant. Hidden dangers such as strong, unsettling currents, sharp rocks and upsettingly dangerous creatures such as jellyfish and crabs. <laughs> Debbie, even the name jellyfish is upsetting and foreboding makes me feel quite jittery and shuddery, like a dustbin man has just walked over my grave. <laughs> Harry says, are you listening, Eric? He says, sorry, boss, I was looking at the sand. So is that what you're going to say at the hospital when you're in A&E with a crab bite that you didn't listen to the safety talk because you were looking at the sand? Honestly, it beggars belief. Debbie says, honestly, Eric, it's boys like you that's about to nothing. It's almost like you was hurting, do you feel me? Harry carries on. Now, for this reason, you must wear your life jacket at all times, so put them on. Now, Debbie has like a customised life jacket, snakeskin effect, right? Not nice. snakeskin. With like sea creature themed buckles and a strepsil dispenser. Like right? seahorse buckle. Yeah, seahorse. Nice. That sort of thing. Little sea snake, yeah. crab, that kind of stuff. That must Eric, be quite expensive for each button to be a different oh, one. Yeah. Footballer, though. Footballer. But Eric's forgotten to bring his life jacket. Sorry, but I only packed shirt and trouser. <laughs> I didn't realise anything. Right, well, go and ask the Spanish man if he has a life jacket. But they look over to the boat eye a bit and the blokes aren't anywhere to be seen. Well, this has put a damper on things and made me feel quite upside down. I'm sorry, Eric, but if I let you come on the dinghy, I would be a hypocrite and that would be very burdensome for me. Debbie, I'm afraid you're going to have to play with Philip Jones. Come on. So they march him up to where Phil is and I wander about near them. Harry says, Hello, Philip. Would you like to play with Eric? Philip, yes, please. Eric says, I'm thinking of counting the sand. Do you want to help? <laughs> Phil, yes, please. So they leave Eric with Phil and as they walk away, I notice Eric open his carrier bag and pull out some beers. Right? And also in the bag, I see a little glimpse of a life jacket. Oh. And I see that Eric has a massive grin on his face. He offers Phil a beer. Yes, please! Uh-oh. So he's up to something, isn't he? He has a life jacket all along. Is he allowed beer? Well, it seems that like Debbie and uh, Harry didn't see. Then suddenly, so Debbie and Harry set off in the sea. They get about 50 yards out when their engine packs up. Debbie tries to restart it, but it's clearly out of petrol. And suddenly, out of nowhere, comes one of them banana boats, you know them? Yeah. Big yellow fuckers, at massive speed, and the wave it creates throws Debbie out of the dinghy. <laughs> now, Debbie's crocodile effect life jacket instantly dissolves. It's just a piece of shit, yeah? <laughs> like a dead weight round his shoulders. Debbie, help me, both. I can't swim when people are watching. <laughs> Harry opens his picnic box and throws a baguette out to Debbie. Grab onto this long bread. 
Debbie does, but it just quickly turns to mush. You know that bread yeah, does. Do, yeah. So, so Harry then takes off his captain's hat and uses it as a little paddle. Right, <laughs> he's just about got next to Debbie when the banana boat comes past again and its wave throws Harry into the water. He starts splashing about, but his life jacket keeps him afloat. Right, grab onto me, Debbie. My flotation device will be our saviour. Debbie grabs onto him. How upsetting is this, boss? Harry says, very. It's a good job I was sensible enough to use a BSA-approved life jacket and not one from Camden fucking market. <laughs> Sorry, boss, says Debbie. Well, as they slowly doggy paddle oh, back, yeah. back to the shore, the banana boat pulls up next to them. It's the two blokes from Bowtire, yeah? They take off the shirts and cowboy hats. Oh, I might have guessed it's Sandy Cazola and Methane Ozil from the Peaky Gooners. Santy. Hey, guys, you feel the ferocious heat? Ha, 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 ha. So sorry your dinghy had no petrol. <laughs> you want to get on Banana Boat, have a fruity ocean party? What you say, Ozil? Yeah, gooners, eat my horse. Santy. You want Banana Fat Party Fun Trip? <laughs> Debbie. Yeah, that would be nice. No, thank you, says Harry. We would rather swim than get on that peaky goon ship bucket. Santy, suit yourselves. There's always a party on Santa's banana. <laughs> and off they go, them two. Well, Harry's lost his cap, his picnic. But they're very and slowly... Yeah, and his bread. Oh, it's all gone back to the beach. When they get there, they both fall on their backs, exhausted, with the sun beating down on them. Well, you know what's going to happen, don't you? i got a clue. Suddenly... Harry's chin sets on fire and he starts oh, slapping at it in agony. Moments later, Phil and Eric are next to him pissing on his head. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh shit, that stings worse than damp water. Can you stop, please? Phil says it's the best cure. No, how does Phil speak? Charlie Williams. D Charlie no, Williams. it's the best cure when you have been bitten by a jellyfish. <laughs> Debbie, he hasn't been bitten by a jellyfish, you halfwits. His chin set on fire in the hot sun. Sorry, boss. Harry, right, that's it. I'm going to the medical centre to get some ointment. This is all very distressing and I feel mega crummy. Come on, Debbie. And off they go. Right. <laughs> so that's nice, isn't it? It's a lovely story, that. It's a little bit of a poor script. Go on, interested. Then. Go on. Eric and Phil got pissed off the tits, right, <laughs> and went into town with Santi. Phil had it off with an old woman. <laughs> Right, and caught crabs, which is ironic, isn't it, Andy? Because Harry, had, that Harry had warned them about crabs. About crabs. So that's interesting, isn't it? It is. Good story, that. Thank you. Did what you think it was a little bit like um, Dead Calm? Have you seen that film? No, I haven't seen that film. Sorry, Bob. Oh, right. It is a bit... Well, then what's what's it, that film about? It's a film, I think it's got um, Nicole Kidman on it, where she's on a boat, and right. it's, it's marooned in the middle of the ocean. It doesn't sound very similar. Oh, well, I think it is. If you've not seen it, that's for me to say. Have you got a favourite sort of tape? I mean, sellotape, packing tape, um, um, gaffer tape? I like uh, masking tape. Masking tape, yeah. nice, isn't it? Yeah, you can use that for a lot of things. I like um, duct tape as well. Duct tape? I like to wrap that around my leg. What for? Just for the weird feels. When you're injecting heroin. Just for the, just for the weird feels. And then when you when you just pull it off. Yeah. And it pulls all the hairs out. It's the stickiest of, of tape I can think of. Yeah. Literally the stickiest, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So that's, we're going to vote favorite. for duct tape then. We're between the two of us. Can yeah. we come to an agreement on that? I'll, duct tape I'll is go the for best. Duct tape, yeah. Yep, okay. 
Pete, I saw um, three fellas sitting on a park bench before I came into the studio today. This isn't a tree fellas joke, is it? Three fellas, right, oh, right, sitting on a park bench, all three of them wearing glasses, Yeah. all three of them eating a bag of crisps. Right. Now, I couldn't work out whether that was a real thing or whether it was like an art installation. Right. Because this is London, so it could have been either. Did you say they were wearing the same clothes? No, they all, had, they all wore glasses. Yeah. Spectacles, I think yeah. they call them down here. Yeah. And they all were eating a bag of crisps each. There's 27 million people eat a bag of crisps every day in this country, Andy. Yeah? Right. And also 14 million adults who wear spectacles. So well, what are the odds then of the three of them being sat together on a bench? Pff, Pretty remote, I would have about said. About 16 to 1. What do you think about 16 to 1? Fair enough. Okay. Do you want to predict anyone to, to go up for the championship, Andy? Because we did quite well last year with Huddersfield. Well, you we? did. I, I didn't get anywhere near. I'd, I'd like to predict Sunderland to go up. You think they might? I haven't got a clue. But he's he's t- trying to get players in on the cheap. Yeah. And I think when you when a manager does that, yeah. gets them in on the cheap, it's like he knows something about them. He's got a bit of insider knowledge yeah. about why they'll be good. Right. So it's either that or it's a destroy and exit thing. So it's a toss of a coin, isn't it? Yeah. So I'll go for Sunderland. Well, I'll go Bristol City. Really? Yeah. All right, so that's that done. But any any reason why? Bristol well, City. They got a lot of dosh. Did all right at the beginning of last season, lost the way. I think they'll uh I think they'll uh, yeah, I'll fancy them for top six. All right, okay. I mean a lot of people will say wolves, but you know, anyways up. Let's crack on. Yeah. Andy, have you ever noticed how squeaky the trays are on the back seats of aeroplanes? <laughs> have you noticed that? Yes. I keep thinking me brass hand needs oiling. I go through about a pint of Pearson's hand oil before takeoff. I've noticed that. Do you remember scart leads, Andrew? Usually black, good thick wire. Try putting one of them in with your brass hand. Eh? Eh? Yes. Have you ever noticed how jocular butchers are, Andy? Have you noticed? Have you noticed that? Always got a clever remark ready. Oh, look, here comes the cunt with a brass hand. Very funny. Very funny. (laughs) Yes. Have you ever noticed fruit flies? Have you ever noticed flying around your rotting fruit, yeah? Like Mackums around the KFC breast. (laughs) You swat at them and your brass hand comes off and smashes your Big Bang Theory fruit bowl. How do you do, deal with fruit flies, Andy? Swat them away. You have no... Have you know, have you no, t- I swat them away and they don't come back. Oh, of course they come they back, don't. Andy. They don't. Do They're you, not stupid. A lot of people put cling film over a cup, don't they, and put vinegar in the bottom. What? And they, they go in through the little hole, but they can't find it. It is quite effective. What little hole? You put a little... You put cling film over a cup, the top. Put, you know, like if you were using a microwave, it'd say, Mac, pierce the lid. Yeah. So you pierce the cling film once. Right. The fruit flies crawl in... Do they? But they don't know the way out. It's a very elaborate way of catching. What do you do after that then? Just you sprinkle them on your dinner? Laugh at them. You just laugh at them? I laugh at through them. The, through the cling film? Yeah, I put my mouth really near it. Ha, ha, ha. Poor, poor fruit flies. Hey, listen, I've got some business ideas again yeah, I'm going to yeah. try and pitch to you. Give it a try. Get some money out of you, because you're a millionaire and all that. Right, it's a festival, Yeah. Right, but everyone's on horseback for right. the whole entirety of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you have any questions? No questions, I'm in. Great. <laughs> I've got you know back- I'm in right up to the fucking hilt. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a backup one as well while right. I'm on a roll here. Chicken latte. Yeah. It's like, you know, like a latte, but it's got chicken in it. So what you said... 
What am I saying? Milk and chicken. Well, try and imagine cream of chicken soup. Yes, I'm imagining but that. But with a couple of shots of espresso in. So coffee, cream and chicken. Yeah. Andy, my head's spinning over the Horseback Festival, so I'm so I can't even consider it. We could set up a van and yeah, sell I mean, it, it at the Horseback all, Festival. It sounds all right, honestly. but obviously the the van counter would have to be higher than usual because it's got to be horseback height, hasn't it? Yeah. So we'll need to build a new, entirely new van. Scaffold it and that. Yeah. And then it would be need to be. Even oh, we could highest. put it up on bricks, couldn't we? Well, you wouldn't want people seeing into the fucking cups, would you? No. It, you know what I mean? Not until it's too late. Till it's too late. Is that a yes for that as well? Then? I will back it at the hilt with the with the horseback festival. Right. Yeah. And um, I'll give you a plot for free. Right. To flog your chicken, coffee, and milk Thank you. drink. Is it a drink or a soup? It's a drink. It's a drink. We'll put right. it down as a drink. Called the hot. And it's a kind of business that's run by a twat, so you could invest <laughs> in it as well, couldn't you? <laughs> Are you going to try and finish off that South African one from last week? I could do, yeah. I think you should, yeah. Uh, where is it? A lot of people have been asking because they want they want closure. Okay, that. so just to catch up in case people didn't hear, I was staying at this big right hotel that's in the middle of nowhere. It's like a reserve. You get your own little hut. There's a central area there that basically sells fucking ostrich for <laughs> breakfast, lunch and tea, right? So I pick up my um, dish of ostrich. I think I'll go back to I don't want it. It's really sweaty here. I'll go out and have it outside my hut or whatever. But um, when I get to my hut, the heat from the hut is like all empowering, it's like right. the entirety Overpowering. of democracy in a capsule. What? It's You know what I mean? It's just too fucking much. Democracy in a so, capsule. <laughs> now, next to me, hut, there's this big tarpaulin, like on poles, under which there's some crates and that. Like a temporary thing, not a building, you know what I mean? But I thought it might be a bit cooler than me hut. Cause that was like a fucking oven, to be honest with you. So I get into the shelter, and there's a bloke in the corner I hadn't seen. Right, but I'm too embarrassed just yeah. to walk straight out. So I sit down on a box. He comes up and he says, ah, here we go. <sighs> go for it. South Africa. Which is your accommodation? Oh, right. God. Not again. Shit. Which, which is your accommodation? <laughs> I can't help you. I can't South do Africa. it. South Africa. South Africa. You, you can which, say South Africa in it, but... Which is you, your accommodation? Just do it like that. <laughs> I can't do it like that. Which is your accommodation? Fucking hell. <laughs> he says, which is your accommodation? I'll have to carry on. So I point to me hut and he says, I'm going to rub... <laughs> I'm going to rub... <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I'm going to rub... I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fucking rub the shit out of it. <laughs> nearly. You nearly got it oh, there. Hold on, what do you mean? I said, oh, yeah. I said, that's a bit unexpected. Shut your English mouth. I'm a motherfucker. <laughs> you say anything, I'll ram the sardine tin up your anus. Gosh. <laughs> the head of hotel security arrives, right? He's pointing a rifle at the blog and he shouts at me, Get out of the temporary shelter! He's a fucking gangbanger! So I back out, right, and run into my hut. A few minutes later, the head of security bangs on my door. You okay, sir? I said, oh, God, yeah. Do you know he was going to ram a sardine tin, tin up my ass? Would he really have done that? You bet he would. He stuffed the previous guest with a tin of corned beef and a bottle of bilberries. Fucking gangbangers. You've got to love them. <laughs> then he left. 
Phew. What can I say, Andy? Well, you, did, you, got, you salvaged it in the end. You I mean, got there. I won't try to get any laughs out of being I'll edit out the bits where you, you fucked it up at the start. We'll just we'll try to pretend it didn't happen. Um, yep, 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 yep. Hey, I spent three grand on a sit-on mini tractor mower. My neighbours call me Farmer Barry, which is absolutely hilarious. It's actually got an onboard mulcher and an adjustable seat height, which is great for me at five foot five. Hey, you know that Russian fellow who was poisoned with one of the heavy metals? Just found out that he once ate at the same restaurant I occasionally go to. Lucky escape for me, but an incredible story, don't you think? (laughs) You know, only three days before my wife left me, she told me she loved me. (laughs) That's Barry. That's Barry for you. Have you got uh, the song to sing? We've then, got yeah? a song, haven't we? All you, right, you, you play the tune. You, you start singing first, don't you? Okay, Andy, a nice little duo, a nice little song like nice Elkie Brooks and Elton John, yeah, that sort of thing. Just like that, yeah. Or the Grease, you know. Tell me more, tell me more. Right, here we go. You're a terrible con. You're a capsule of shit. With your sweaty fat face And your nippleless tits Sorry Andy, I'm just telling the truth here, you know Yeah But when you walk into the room My heart sets on fire And when you dance your special dance All my troubles disappear You're a nasty old twat You make me pray for death With your peanut-sized head And your farmyard breath Oh yeah If that hurts, I'm sorry, Bob, but it's just how I see it Okay But when you take me in your car To places near and places far And when you call your special call All my troubles disappear When I call my special call All our troubles disappear And when I dance my special dance We have nothing left to fear You're a terrible cunt You're a nasty old twat you're a terrible con. You're a nasty old twat. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.